You know what? I noticed yesterday it's obvious that uh, virtue signalling and political correctness is alive and well in this country. But the funny thing is, it's not coming from where you used to expect it to come from. Yesterday, anyway. As we rampage our way at great haste towards a new gun regime where military style and modified weapons will become illegal, Nationalist Police spokesperson Chris Bishop rumbled back into life yesterday. He brought up this private member's bill idea that he actually drafted and presented to Parliament back in the old days when he was the government. Back in 2017, I think it was, and he was thinking about it in 2016. So... This new, uh, this bill that he was uh, saying, well, we should try this, actually gives more power uh, to the police, supposedly, to get into gangs. He, it, is, uh, it brings in what's known as firearm protection orders and warrantless searches. And he thinks it's necessary at this time because the gangs are already saying, you'll be lucky to see us handing in our illegal weapons. Chris Bishop thinks, well, the police obviously now need more powers to target the gangs. So firearm protection orders would allow police commissioners to designate certain gang members with violent offending histories to be subjected to them and to allow the police greater powers to go and search their cars and to search their houses for illegal firearms without having to seek a warrant. You name them and then you search them. Now, this was defeated last time it was presented to Parliament, and I can see why. Because it makes the police judge, jury and executioner without legal oversight. So police already have the powers to search gang member houses and cars for illegal weapons. They can have the powers to search anybody in this country for illegal weapons. But they do have to get a warrant to establish they have a valid concern. If police commissioners were given the power to search anyone they designate then we're veering dangerously close to a police state. You know, with the little by little, bit by bit theory, you'd have to say, if the police commissioners decided they could go rampaging into a gang person's house, why couldn't they go rampaging into a vicar's house? If they wanted to. You know, and we might be happy enough and, and trust the police to go for the violent gang offenders. Police, uh, Chris Bishop reckons there's about 600 or 700 of them that the police commissioners would name. Now, while we might be happy enough about that, I can tell you that civil rights campaigners would not be. But even worse than that, lawyers would have a field day when it came to being in the court. You know, it's designating someone a criminal before they're even a criminal. Chris Bishop was asked whether he was grandstanding when he brought this up yesterday. He said, nah. But it did seem to me like a little bit of empty virtue signaling to show that National is tougher on crime than the government, who are currently running a type of crackdown that, by the way, National never did. And National trying to find some relevance, because Jacinda Ardern from the mosque through to the China visit has been getting all the headlines. So they virtue signaled, we're tough on crime, we're going to crack down on the gangs. Good on you. Meanwhile, we've got the Crusaders and Steve Chu from the rugby union now being accused of being politically correct. Whoever thought the rugby heads would be the PC ones? Uh, it is actually difficult to see who exactly is advocating a name change for the Crusaders, other than the Crusaders themselves with the support of Steve Chu and the RU. But, you know, that is their business. As I've always said, everyone in the world is politically correct and everyone in the world virtual virtue signals. It's just that the actual politics and the virtues differ. But people are correct to their own politics. Now, meanwhile, a quick point. 
Yesterday, when we had some talk back on the Crusaders' decision, we had some vehement and horrific texts, which I couldn't read out. We had calls from people also that all could be described as Islamophobic. Despite the fact, of course, the Muslim community never asked for a name change of this rugby side, never been involved in the decision. They've got bigger things to worry about. They're still licking their wounds. But out came the call saying, oh, they're not going to change us. It seemed Islamophobic to me. And I got an email after the show and said, you know what? It didn't take long for this veneer of unity, love, peace and happiness to fall off and once again expose the dark heart of religious intolerance that runs in a sizable number of people in our country.